I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Oh, my. Well, that, of course, is Willow. And if, uh, along with children in monkey costumes asking me for more Reese's Pieces, uh, this is things I never want to hear again. <laughs> And that means that this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, uh, Dale Seaver. And you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy. Coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And, uh, oh my, happy belated Halloween, friends. <laughs> I'm not sure why birthdays are the only ones to get this sort of belated pass, uh, of all the other holidays, uh, you know, I, I once tried to say happy belated Valentine's uh, to a gal I was seeing a little while ago, and boy, I never heard of the end of that. <laughs> but uh, birthdays are fine to say, and you always be belate, uh, belated with those. No, nobody, nobody bats an eye. They're just happy you remembered them at all. And uh, a lot of lonely people out there, folks. But a lot's been happening here, as usual, and uh, I want to extend my thanks to the, to the fine, fine folks out in Chicago uh, that were participating, and they put on a little conference out there for uh, grant makers. These are people that, that uh, uh, make grants, really fund all the good work that's happening around the country. Uh, uh, these are the people that do, these are the, the keepers of the gates, the people that have the money. And I always say yes to that gig because, let's face it, uh, people in philanthropy, that, that's mostly women of a certain age in colorful scarves and comfortable slacks. <laughs> And uh, while I certainly adore their their uh, uh, fashion, I'm nuts about their loneliness. And uh, that always serves me well. Well, such an earnest bunch, too. I participated in a cabaret evening, and I guess somebody uh, must have not told the hotel to reserve a room because it was held out there in the foyer, <laughs> just a little stage and a microphone set up. It was adorable, uh, but uh, I've never... never uh, performed in a foyer before, so that was a great uh, first course. Then again, I, I never had the opportunity to follow a lesbian gal playing Randy Newman covers on a banjo either. Uh, so a lot of a lot of things happening for me there uh, the first time time around, and uh, boy, I do them again. It was a lot of fun, and uh, of course we had a few drinks. And if it was as memorable for Betsy from the Pew Charitable Trust as it was for me, uh, well, let's just say I might be coming into a little uh, grant money uh, <laughs> soon. And here's hoping that it's all unrestricted funds in exchange for what was really some unrestricted fun. <laughs> Oh, my. But enough about my growing endowment. Oh, friends, I had a great time at the conference. You can tell that. I, I hung around a bit out there, dropping in on some breakout sessions, and which I just love. I, if, if somebody advertises a breakout session, I'm there. I love to go out there and really just unpack, really break things out of silos and, and download information. That's what I'm all about. And uh, anytime I could, I would chime in on ways to, you know, use social media to reach new audiences. And uh, boy, I tell you, because I know you care about this, I really push for a, a polyester subsidy to be given to podcasters. But we'll, we'll see how it all shapes up in the coming uh, grant rounds ahead. I did pick up a fine shirt and tie uh, at the men's department in Sears as well. Uh, so if you're in Chicago and you find yourself shirtless, uh, please do uh, go over to, to the Sears on State Street and uh, 
Ronnie should help you out up there. Uh, he was a great guy. A lot of great sales happening at Sears, too. Uh, these are tough times, folks, and we have to look for any way we can to to, to, to save, and uh, that would certainly be one of them. Uh, we did celebrate Halloween here in the Seaver household, and uh, of course this was baby Pepsi's first real Halloween last year. She's just six days old and uh, really seemed not that uh, interested in putting the kind of effort required to do the, the trick-or-treating that would result in a lot of nice candy for us. But this year we thought long and hard about it, and uh, uh, my niece Katrina had her sister Kestrel make up a beautiful little number. Uh, uh, we, we wanted it to be inspired by the, the fauna of our, our gross little canal, the Gowanus. So uh, Pepsi took to the streets as a filthy but adorable Brooklyn pigeon. And... Uh, <laughs> It just was a, a cutest little thing. And uh, uh, niece Katrina, of course, she had a real tough job. She had to carry a little plastic pumpkin full of candy that she was just happily accepting at every house that we stopped at. And people just were ooing and eyeing and making little pigeon noises at Pepsi. And some folks thought that A, she was a he, and B, that he was a mallard. But we politely corrected them on both counts. And then uh, one person commented that they, they'd never seen a pigeon costume before, which kind of made me think, you know, I guess that's probably because kids want to be something just, just kind of snuggly and adorable and not necessarily associated with eating from a trash bin or carrying disease around public parks or having one poked out eye or a pinkish stump where a foot used to be. <laughs> but I'm telling you, uh, I would take this uh, uh, little adorable waddling homemade baby pigeon costume over some store-bought cat-in-a-hat costume any day. Uh, uh, that cat has always just annoyed me, uh, really, on a kind of fundamental level. He's a menace. And, uh, uh, you know, and I, I saw a whole family when we were out. A whole family was dressed like that cat, which, uh, uh, on one hand, is just a lot of annoying uh, uh, characters coming at me, which I don't like, uh, just out on the street like that. And and two, I thought it kind of betrayed the the singular nature of Dr. Soyce's creation. And uh, by the way, before I get any, uh, you know, angry tweets and things and, and letters, uh, that is indeed how you say is now. I always stress this when reading a story to baby Pepsi. I say, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hand, hand, fingers, uh, thumb, as written, uh, you know, uh, which I think that one might not be written by. Just look, it's one of the, boy, they got a whole bunch of books that look exactly like it. But but was it in the pocket or whatever these other books are? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the Who and the Horton. Anyhow, I always say Dr. Seuss, as written by Dr. Seuss. Don't get it wrong. Um, uh, that's, I guess that was just, I don't know. It's just a colossal misunderstanding. Somebody maybe misheard it at a party and that's how this stuff happens. Anyway, uh, when you, when you have two, uh, kids, two adults, and then you got a dog dressed, dressed as a cat in a hat, you, you're just b betraying a fundamental ignorance about the character. Thing one, thing two, fine. They're multiples. I get that, but it's not cats and some hats. And it's not cats and some hats that we all uh, just dug out of the basement from a, a rave that we attended in Williamsburg back in the 90s. So uh, anyhow, uh, I wish them the best, but uh, I hope they try a little 
harder next year. I generally love it when parents dress up. I think it's a, a, a nice way to remind the kids that it's not all about them. You know, bring some focus back <laughs> to the people who really matter on that holiday, people that uh, uh, have have access to, to money and people who can drive to Ricky's or Party City. Uh, it's just so great when you see a darling little curious George pushed in a stroller by a girl version of Iron Man in official Iron Man miniskirt and an ample offering of cleavage. And who doesn't delight in seeing a tiny mummy grasping a bag full of treats in one hand and in the other holding on to a, a glove skeleton hand of a blood-spattered serial killer trying to view incoming text through his hockey mask with an axe splitting the forehead. It's just delightful. It just warms the heart, doesn't it? And, and that's really what this uh, holiday is all about. Of course, my taste, you know me, I towards the run towards a more conceptual bent, uh, uh, more in the humor realm, uh, a less slasher panty fantasy. Uh, I was uh, dressed in an I Heart NY t-shirt, a, a black knit cap, uh, all the rest, all black, everywhere else, and uh, a bandit mask. And I told people I was the spirit of New York. You love me, but I'll rob you blind. <laughs> And I got a lot of chuckles out of that one. I'll tell you, we had some some good interactions out there in the street. A lot of nice people out here in the neighborhood. Uh, by the way, by the way, folks, I'm I'm pairing uh, tonight's podcast with a, a real treat. It's a cup of Swiss Miss cocoa with a shot of Redemption Rye. Mm, and I call that Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> I plan to stay the night too. <laughs> But, oh, it's keeping me warm. It got very cold uh, very fast. Uh, now, uh, 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 prior to going to Chicago, I had the opportunity to head out to Davis, California, the mighty Davis uh, out there with, of course, the, the fighting Aggies, uh, the agricultural school. Uh, I went out there for a dear friend's wedding who, who was having a, a wedding out there in a ranch nearby. And because rooms were scarce, I ended up bunking with a tall fitness enthusiast who brewed his own beer. At least that's what he called it. <laughs> but uh, I, of course, was hoping uh, after the flight to use the bathtub, but he had uh, was already using it uh, uh, to create his uh, uh, annual honey wheat c uh, clover ale. So I settled for a dip in the pool. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you got to do. Uh, and I drove out to Davis on my own in a sweet little rental ride from the fine folks at Avis Rental Car. Uh, and, you know, I didn't even call ahead and request it, but they must have just in, in, instinctively known that I was a Seafoam Green 2004 Ford Focus kind of fella. <laughs> and, oh my goodness, what, a, what, a, what an automobile which I, I use the term loosely, uh, this was. Now, this uh, uh, car has a feature, and, you know, I, I hesitate to even give it away because if you were going to rent a car anytime soon, you would just, this would be such a pleasant surprise. But spoiler alert, uh, anytime you approach 80 miles an hour in this particular car, uh, it chimes an alarm, bong, bong, and a tiny screen reads, vehicle approaching maximum limit. So uh, whoever put the 120 on the speedometer, well, uh, <laughs> that was mistaken. Uh, that was just the wrong, you know, it's not the, uh, I, I, 
you know, they wonder why the, the, the automobile industry was in such bad shape. I mean, this, this a Maxim, I never heard of such a thing. I had to follow a, a real a fast-moving tour bus carrying the rest of the wedding party through the barren landscape of Cottonwood, California. And uh, really, it was driven by a madman who really uh, kind of too closely resembled the guitar player from the Muppet Band. And for a solid hour, this thing just went off. Bong, bong. Bong, 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 bong. <laughs> I mean, just letting me know she was giving me all she had. I was close to asking Scotty to redirect all the power to the main <laughs> engines. That's what it was like. What a dog of a car that was. But I made it. I sadly had to leave early, right after the first uh, Caprese salad, which was lovely. But uh, 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 it just drove me absolutely crazy to have to take off like that. Because, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a screen legend... And Margaret was there. And I really think we could have hit it off if we were given the chance. But uh, I had I had secured a spot on a rare red eye uh, from SFO to NYC, uh, JFK. And just, I had to grab it. I love uh, that feeling of just over-tiredness, being pushed to the uh, bong-bong. <laughs> a person has reached the maximum limit. You know, that's what I, 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 that's what I like. And, of course, I also, just having such limited choices uh, at the airport uh, for something to eat because everything, everything but the sushi place in the international terminal is closed by the time you get to the airport for one of these red eyes. But, you know, I, I don't like having so many choices. Aren't there just too many choices when you get to the airport, anyhow, of great things to eat? Just, just too, too much. Uh my my only wish was that the the international terminal wasn't a half hour jog from the American Gate thirty six that uh, uh, was uh, made for a bit of a sweaty time of it. But I got to crack open and enjoy a warm bowl of chicken teriyaki at eleven thirty p.m. And I think all the other passengers probably enjoyed the odor of my teriyaki as well. So I just love making people comfortable in small spaces. And speaking of of small spaces, my hearty congratulations to Paul and Amanda on their nuptials. I hope you have a better time living together in San Francisco than Jenny and I did. Uh, but uh, my goodness, look at that. Well, that's about all, all the time that, that we have here. Uh, but but I wanted to, to send out a special thank you to Starwood Hotels and Resorts for making sure I was treated to a four-hour wait before my room was ready and for forgetting to put bacon on what you advertise as a bacon burger in your room service menu. So thank you, Starwood. Uh, uh, my thanks, of course, to the lesser half for performing the Season 3 theme song. The original version was composed by Steve-O at Engine Sound. And, and, and by the way, I just saw Steve-O at the wedding. And might I say, those sketcher shape-ups are working, friend. You're looking good. Uh, we are developing this big news, and I shouldn't just bury this here, but we're, we're, we're developing a live show, live Dale show. And uh, uh, it's still very early, but uh, the framework's coming together, and I have a feeling that 2011 is going to be the year of the Dale. So stay tuned for more info as it comes to me. <laughs> and I hope you're, you're also over there reading geekgirlonthestreet.com and the, the companion site Filmcatcher, uh, Smart Films by Smart People. Both are great resources for geeks and film nerds alike, of which I am neither, but there you go. And uh, we should have another Geek Girl on the Street podcast coming up. We're having a fun time doing them, so uh, we'll, we'll have another one available soon. 
A housekeeping note, that's what they called this kind of announcement at the conference, uh, at the Grant People's Conference there. It came right after a, a heavyset Native American fellow played a drum and accepted a gift of ceremonial tobacco, uh, or as most of you would call it, weed. Uh, anyway, uh, here it is. If you subscribe to, to the program on iTunes, good news. Uh, you're now able to access all of Season 2. It went away, but now it's back. So you can catch up on all those treasured memories that we shared together. And, and as soon as J.J. returns from apple picking and new pulse, we'll see if we can get uh, Season 1 added to the mix as well, because I know you're, you're, you're just eager to have all, all the great episodes in one place, and that's what we're working on all over on DaleRadio.com. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, the handle is at DaleRadio, and uh, just a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, there. Uh, and be sure to, to like us on Facebook because it mean, means the world to me. Just look up Dale Seaver and you'll find my my mug there smiling back at you. And uh, you you know you can tell from the picture I'm liking you. So go go ahead and just hit the button. Uh, uh, in the meantime, uh, I'll be taking the fake cobwebs off of my whiskey bottles and blowing out the candle in my Jack Daniels O'Lantern. Now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy.